Hi. Hello. Welcome to E for Effort. It's us. Again. I'm Alex. And I'm Kristen. Wow, we switched it up this time. <laughs> we did. I kind of like you being first and being in charge. Oh my god, I'm so assertive. Just <laughs> said no one You're being ever. a real ENTJ right now. <laughs> sorry but i'm not sorry listen this is episode 17 17 come on you know what's up now first things first i'm the realist yeah (laughs) (laughs) yep i would just like to point out that we are drinking um wine out of a can i am a can in baby let's do this making my parents proud backpack wine and it's actually hey you don't make that face. It's good. I'm not making any face. I'm just saying don't expect a lot from us tonight because we're... <laughs> or any night, ever. Right. Just kidding. We're great all the time. Always listen to us. Download it. Tell your friends. Speaking of telling your friends on <laughs> oh social... God. Guys, you get a can of wine and Alex and she gets aggressive AF. Listen. Nope. Tweet at us. <laughs> no, listen. Do listen. Yeah. Because okay. now we have now we have podcast analytics from I. Did I say that right? Analytics. Yep. From iTunes, and I know how long you people have been listening. So skippers, we know. If you just skip the whole episode, we know that too. <laughs> Da, Medi. <laughs> just kidding. Um. Okay. No, but seriously, please like us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter and follow us on Facebook. Yeah. And please interact with us. Still. Please. Nothing. I know. I know. Nothing. It's hard to believe because I feel like we're really approachable. You know what I will say, though? What? We got a lot of likes and retweets on our tweets from uh, The Bachelor. Alex is destroying The Bachelor live tweets. I thought I did really good with my RuPaul's Drag Race. You did. Drag Race live tweets. God dang. Um, Which I will be doing again, so don't worry. But um, Alex has been destroying The Bachelorette, The Bachelor things. I've been really trying. I think it's because I'm not letting you talk about it on the podcast anymore. So yeah. you have to vent it out somehow. It's true. And I have a lot of feelings about this season. <laughs> I know Mainly you do. I wish it was it was over. I that's know. Really and where that's I'm the at. kind of the general consensus, but aren't they making it even longer? Yeah. <laughs> My God. By the time this airs, we'll be on day three of the finale. I can't. Unacceptable. It's not necessary. So at all. I'll be, you know, out of my misery by this time next next week. But, like, real talk. We're ready for The Bachelorette, right? Yeah. Who's it going to be? Who do you think? You know. Call it now. Call it now. I really don't know. I think it'll probably be Tia. She was the cute little southern girl on the show. She got her heart broken What? How far did she bad. even make it? Uh, she made it to Hometowns. He caught her after Hometowns. Oh, ouch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where'd he go? He went to Arkansas and he was like, no thanks. Uh, basically. <laughs> but, so I think it might be her. Otherwise, I don't know. It could be. I don't know if she'd want to do it, but Kendall on this season, I I loved her. I loved her so much. I thought everything she did, she handled so maturely and so responsibly. And she was like, she. everyone talked about how Sienne was too good for the show and too good for Ari. I thought Kendall was too. She was just so, um, so great. Guys, I'm sorry. that All, all that Bachelor stuff was my fault because I engaged – yeah. In this, yeah. I asked you questions, Listen. and you answered it like a good friend. Yeah, that's on me, guys. That's on me. I did this to us. Okay. I'm sorry, but so follow us. On, follow <laughs> us on the social if you want to see Alex 
tweet about The Bachelor. Or just if you want to see us tweet about The Office or about anything really random in our lives. Cute animals. Um, funny tweets Ourselves. from Karen Kilgariff. We retweet her a lot. We do retweet you know her what? a lot. She's funny. I She's can't. She's so funny. Um, but yeah. So thank you. Oh, wait. I have a funny story to tell you. Can I tell it now? Yeah. Okay. So my friend Sarah, shout out. Hi, Sarah. She listens to the podcast and we had dinner um, last night and we were, you know, she's talking, she's talking about how much she loved it and how she thought Mike was so interesting and he is. And she was saying that, um, it's weird because I've never, I get this feeling when I listen to podcasts, but I've never had someone say it back to me. But she was saying like, she was like wanting to like talk to us while we were talking about like when she was saying, when I said about how, I read really fast. She was like, I was yelling at you like, oh my gosh, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. And I was like, it's so weird because I do that to podcasts all the time. Totally. I'm like, oh my gosh, me too. And it's really weird to hear someone say that like about us, like totally about our podcast. Oh my God, we're relatable. Is that what you're saying? I mean, it's just like, I mean, it, it makes sense that I'm relatable to my friends because of course they're my friends, you know? I was being sarcastic, but I am glad to hear that people find us relatable or I at least so you. Too. Or like, <laughs> I'm sure they find us both relatable, but it was just weird to hear like her be, her talking about it because I was like, oh my gosh, I literally just did that too. And that's why we drink right. because Em was talking about how she says Southern phrases without even meaning to. And I'm like, oh girl, story of my life. And she was talking about when, how in the South, we call sun showers. Do you know what those are? No. I thought of golden shower, and I know that that's not correct. No. Nope. I don't know what a sun shower is. A sun shower. Do you know what a sun shower is, Greg? You know what it is? So in the South, we well, say- Well, you lived in Texas. Okay, he but he's that. not from- Okay, but like, we don't- You don't show up in Texas, and we give you a book of all the things we say. No, like, but after living there for a year, I feel like you assimilate to the culture. A assimilate little bit, a but not- big word ev- for me. A little bit. Assimilate is a big word. Thank Good you. <laughs> Um, but no, we, uh, so she was talking about how she calls sun showers, uh, or whenever she sees a sun shower, she goes, oh, looks like the devil's beating his wife again. Cause that's what we say. Oh my God. So a, sh- a sun shower is when the light is shining just like a little bit through the clouds and it literally looks like a beam of light oh. from the heavens. And so we say that the devil's beating his wife and she was a hundred percent. I was yelling at the, like at my car, like, oh, I say that too. Like, oh my gosh. It's real. I mean, that's what you do. That's podcasts are so amazing and also so frustrating because you just want to talk to them and tell them like and tell them everything, everything. Do you know what a good way to do that is? To tweet, tweet at, at us. <laughs> if you say that a sun shower is a devil beating his wife, please tweet and validate me because Alex is looking at me kind of like I'm insane. I would really, really also like to shout out this very similar note. Katie, um, our friend, she's so sweet. Katie is um, a good friend of ours and. She listens to every episode, bless her heart. She sure does. And she actually felt bad about not listening to the Harry Potter ones because she somehow hasn't finished She's currently that reading it to her child. Okay, yeah. So regardless. Um so she was like, I, I had to skip those, but I've listened to everything else. She's so sweet. And she um, always texts us because we have a group exactly. chat. And so she'll text us her comments instead of tweeting them to us. And she's like, I hope you don't <laughs> think I'm weird, but like I don't want to tweet this. But here's what I thought about this episode, and it's yeah, really sweet. It is really sweet. So shout out to you, Katie. Thanks for being a good friend. Yeah, so if you know us, you can also just text us. Right. <laughs> but no, seriously, please guys tweet at us. Um, like us on Instagram, comment, email us. Mm-hmm. We have an email, eforeffortpodcast at gmail.com. We would love, love, love your suggestions for 
like what you want us to talk about, right. what our topic should be, what you think is interesting. If you are um, like if you have something to relate to it, like tell us and like we don't no one talks to us yet. So we'll read. I promise if you send us an email, we will read it on air to all 30 we of our will listeners. Shout that out from hardcore. the root from the mountaintops. Honey. From the balcony of this condo. <laughs> From the balcony of this condo in the <laughs> suburbs of Chicago. We will let everyone know. Yep. We promise. Great. Awesome. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we get started with this episode? Um, I have to say I'm loving our new format. I love our new format too, mostly just because I feel like comfortable knowing what we're going to talk about. I know. Because Alex and I used to just be like, what are we going to talk about? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Football? Okay, done. Like, yep. you know, but now I really, I like, I like our format. Me too. Um, no, I mean, we can, you can just jump right in. Okay. I think you're going first, right? I am. So you got to go first last week. And so I'm going to go first this week before I have too nice. much wine. Okay. Are you excited? I'm so excited. This is so fun. Okay. We honestly have no idea what either of us are talking about, so it's kind of exciting. We don't, and I tried to keep mine a secret, but I've already told four people. I'm so bad. I get too excited. Well, I, I don't know what it is. I can't keep it a secret. I know Alex doesn't know Does what it Greg is. know? Greg doesn't know what it is. Did you tell Shadow? I told Shadow. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. Shads. Shh. Be quiet. Dude, you guys can't see him, but Shadow is passed the fuck out. He is laying across this couch spread i tried to spread my legs out and he pushed my leg away mm-hmm. yep that's pretty much and uh, he is ML. he is having the he's living his life and i'm so happy for him i have to say i'm really proud of shadow because the reason he's so tired right now is a because he's comfortable because these are his favorite people um and also maddie obviously but um also he has to do doggy push-ups now as part of his oh. training. So Shadow's been in uh, private lesson training for a couple weeks now. And one of the things that he's working on is, like, to uh, sit and stay and um, lay down off a leash, like, when I'm not next to him. Because, like, if I'm next to him, he'll do it all he'll day because he knows he's going to get, you know, scolded if he doesn't. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing it from across the room. So he has to lay down and then push himself oh. up to a sit and then go back to lay down. He's doing doggy burpees. It's really, really cute, though. It's oh. really cute, but anyway, well, so... Well, he's pooped, and his little paws yeah. are shifting. He's so It's sweet. really cute. I know. Okay, so are you ready for my topic for this week? I'm ready. No one... You don't... You're not gonna... I... Okay, listeners, I will bet you... Um, I will bet you all the retweets that Alex doesn't know even what I'm talking about, because I've been so excited, because I know what this is, and I'm obsessed with this, and I listen to the things like Last Podcast on the Left, and I watch movies and read things about it, and I watch Mysteries at the Museum... But apparently, no one but me knows what it is. Okay. Are you ready? I don't know. You have to honestly tell me if you know it before okay. I tell you. Okay. Or after I tell you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I'm doing The Mothman of West Virginia. Oh, I watched The Mothman, like the movie with the Richard The movie with Gere. Richard Gere. Yeah. Ah, guys, that's why Alex and I are fated for each other. Do you know that this All movie... four people that I've talked to have been like, what? Is that a real thing? And I'm like... No, this movie honestly has given me nightmares Terrifi- since I was about 12 years old. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yep. Greg, do you know what the Mothman is? Vaguely. Okay, the so I'm going to tell the Mothman prophecies. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Greg sometimes is like, I don't care. I don't care Mark's what just you're like, saying. God, just talk. Just can you get this I'm busy on bumbling. the road? I don't have time for you. You're supposed to be teaching me something. Can you just move on? <laughs> He's literally bumbling. Did he show you just showed me a screen? <laughs> If Greg it, just Greg. liked you, you know that we're here. We're you're second to us always. Yeah, you're more interesting than even us. Yeah, how dare you? <laughs> how 
You're dead to us. All right. Tell me about the Mothman. Okay. So first and foremost, I'd like to thank my resources, which is <laughs> mostly Wikipedia. <laughs> this is my MLA formatting. <laughs> if you are curious. I am so in love um, with this. <laughs> APA approved <laughs> formatting. Hell yeah. Um, Wikipedia. Oh my God. I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, oh, Dis- uh, Discovery America. I think. Is that who does Mysteries of the Museum? Destination America. Um, and Ranker. I found an article on Ranker that was nice. really cool. We'll get to it at the end. Okay. So the Mothman. I would like to tell an embarrassing story about myself. I didn't realize West Virginia was a separate state. Is that a joke? I thought West Virginia was just west of Western Virginia. I didn't realize it was a separate state until I did this research. Uh, definitely not today. I wish that you could see mine and Greg's faces. They both, guys, Greg looked up from Bumble. That's how shocked he is that I'm such an idiot. I'm sorry. First of all, they barely taught me geography in Texas. You just need to know that Texas exists and Oklahoma's a tat. That's all I knew. Fair. Do um, you know why I know that West Virginia is a state why? outside of fifth grade geography? Is because uh, we would take a lot of road trips as a kid. Okay. So we went to uh, Williamsburg. Okay. A lot. Um, that would be like our summer vacation, and we would drive there. So you have to drive to West Virginia to get to Virginia. And we stopped once at a place called Marion Serious Steaks. It was serious. That steakhouse was not joking around. In West Virginia? In West Virginia. The state. The state. Not to be confused with Western Virginia, just the western part of Virginia. Correct. Yes. Right. So I learned a lot about um that geography today mm-hmm. so western west virginia touches like what maryland virginia does it pennsylvania does it, pennsylvania ohio. ohio not kentucky right does it touch kentucky it's a small state i would assume it's not touching that many yeah but things. it's right in the middle of a bunch of other things it's Listen, pretty i don't know i don't know either and if we have listeners from west virginia i apologize profusely i did not mean to not know that you your state existed. I just honestly... sorry for lumping you into regular Virginia. <laughs> oh my God. I would love what sorry, I, I hate talking about podcast. Does but it... I just wanted to point out a thing that every single teacher in West Virginia is currently not working. Uh oh! Oh snap! If you're a teacher in West Virginia, tell us why. I want to know. Oh, I, I think know. we can all guess what it's about. And they're mad. Shout they're out not to those Virginia. teachers. Also, it does touch Kentucky, Ohio, Kentucky, uh, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Virginia. Wow. Bam! So I was almost 100% right. Yeah, that's impressive. So now I really know where West Virginia is. <laughs> She's deeply rooted in her knowledge of West Virginia. I just, I'm embarrassed, but also, I mean, I don't know what else to say e about for it. for effort, right? Right? I mean, listen, that this podcast is teaching me things. It's broadening my horizons. Let's um, hope we broaden your horizons. I mean, if you're if you're from West Virginia, Please just send us a mean email about how stupid I am. That'll be validating at least enough for me. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Mothman. He is a legendary creature from West Virginia folklore. Then I had to Google West Virginia folklore, and I was like, oh, wait, West Virginia, separate state. Um, and that's where this creature hails from. So apparently its first sighting was in 1966, um, around the Point Pleasant area. So most of the sightings that were originally happening were found in the West, in the Point Pleasant area of West Virginia. Um, this is super cool murdery no for us. The first sighting was by five grave diggers. So they were, I mean, okay, just like, just t- close your eyes. You're in a West Virginia 
cemetery. And you're digging and you don't even grave. know that West Virginia is its own state. <laughs> you don't even know where you are. You're so pissed off. <laughs> you're like, wait, I thought this was Virginia. And now I'm being told this is a separate state. I got to refile my tax forms. <laughs> we'll never drink Kansas wine again. Promise. Mean it. <laughs> um... So you're go back into you, Alex. You're breaking me out of the moment. I'm sorry. You're a, you're a West Virginia grave digger, and you're in the cemetery digging a grave with four of your buddies. Yeah, there were five of them, and they report seeing a man-like figure fly over their heads coming out of the trees. So you're no. first of all, uh. I'm out. Bye. Good day, sir. Going back to I'll Virginia. see you later. It's the 60s. I'm going to go, like, I don't know, have a pot roast. What else burn did you do? Burn your bra. Burn your bra. Take some LSD. Not sit here and see a mock man. So, there, first of all, I don't love that you could see a forest from a graveyard. Because those are two of the scariest things for me. Absolutely. If I saw, if I was in a graveyard and I looked at a forest and a man flew out of the trees, I... I'd probably die, and then I'd be in a grave, Yeah, you could just pour some dirt on top of me. I would just fall backwards into the grave. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, so, yes, yeah, so that was the first sighting. Um, and it is described as a large man-like creature that is gray and has glowing red eyes and 10-foot wings. Now, I will also point out that the eyes are not always on its head. It has been described as headless, and the eyes are, like, on its chest, which, no, absolutely not. How dare you? Terrifying, right? That makes me think of the movie that we watched last week, The Ritual. We watched so The good. Ritual on Netflix. Uh, it was okay. It was decent. It was okay. It was decent. The accents were worth it. The accents were worth it. Got it got really scary, like, at the end. Yes. It was a long buildup. But that's what the monster looked like. He had, like, eyes in his chest. Yeah, he, his whole thing was in his chest. Yeah, that was weird. Um, But it's not always. Sometimes it just looks like a humanoid. Sometimes it's got it. its eyes and chest. Anyway. So after the first sighting happened, multiple people called reporting that they um they saw this creature, including, like, a couple um, that was, like, parked. You know, the usual. Mm. And this they is my, one of my favorite little parts. The sheriff commented, it was probably just a, a large heron. Uh, what? <laughs> Have you seen what a heron? What is the national state Do bird, you... or the no. state bird, rather, of West Virginia? No, it doesn't even matter. Have you seen a heron? Yes. Do you think a heron They're could be six feet tall? majestic creatures. No. With black, with red eyes and huge black wings? No. No. Not right. So the sheriff was like, oh, those drunk people probably just, <laughs> those stupid grave diggers probably just saw a heron. What? Wrong. It was no. multiple sightings. Multiple people called and said, like, no, this is not a heron. This is One a, a mothman. heron. So then, fast forward to the Silver Bridge collapse, which 46 people died, and the myth began to form from that. So I think a couple years later, like, I feel like in, like, 1967 or something, the Silver Bridge collapsed in West Virginia. And a bunch of people died. 46 people died. And that's where the myth began that this, this creature was a foreboding, um preemptive to a natural disaster type creature it was a like precognition like people were seeing this creature and then bad things were happening is that the bridge collapse that happens in the movie 
Okay, I don't actually... I'm not sure what the timeline is in the movie. Because I feel like it was more modern than that. I thought so, too. I'm, I'll get to the movie later. Okay. But, um... I'm not 100% sure of the timeline in the movie. No worries. But I know there is a bridge collapse in the movie, and it's modeled after this bridge collapse. I don't know if it's got the same it. one. Got if it, got you it. know, tweet at us and let us know. But I don't know if, if it's the same If you're Richard one. Gere and you did your research for this movie, <sighs> if you're Richard Gere, tweet at us. If you're Richard Gere, just like send us your personal cell number, and we'll talk to you. Tell us what it was like to be in Chicago. The musical, not the city. I mean, or if you're in Chicago, the city, Either tell way. us that too. Great, yeah. Um, so back to people dying in a bridge collapsing. Alex, um, real professional. Um, so the myth came from people reporting that they saw this creature, um, which connected it to the bridge collapsing. Mm. So it was like the reports were coming of this creature and then the bridge collapsed and it was like, oh, maybe this is connected. So the Mothman is widely debated about what he actually is. Um, ufologists, ufo- ufologists, if you've watched Lab Podcast, Last podcast on the left, they call them ufologists. Wait, um, is this like an actual person that studies UFOs? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can be certified as an ufologist. Okay. I've looked into it. Um, I just don't care about aliens that much. Unfortunately, I believe in them. I accept them. They're just not like my interest. I'll listen no. to an alien story, but I'm not like into it, you know? Roswell interests me. That's as far as my alien interest goes. Roswell interests me for the conspiracy aspect exactly. of it. It's not the aliens. Exactly. Aliens actually kind of scare me. I've seen signs. I know what's going to happen, you know? Right. Right. So, um, ufologists, paranormal authors, and cryptozoologists all think that this, uh, the Mothman is most likely an alien of some kind. Okay. Um... It's claimed that people who said that they have experienced, who have seen him, have experienced precognition, including premonitions of um, the bridge collapsing. So that's kind of what how that got brought together was like they were seeing this bridge collapse, and because um, they had seen the Mothman, got it. So they thought that he would like ward it on things, and um, they also. S- People who saw him claimed to see UFO sightings and visits from men in black, which would be terrifying. Absolutely. Could you imagine just, like, you just, like, seeing these things? Nope. One witness who saw his face could only say that he was monstrous. Can you imagine if, like, that's the only descriptive word you can use for something? Like, I saw this thing and it was just, it was just monstrous. I really hope that's not how, like, ex-boyfriends describe me. I mean, that's how I describe you to people. I've got this friend. Her name's Alex, and she's monstrous. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. What 100%. a horrible descriptor. Well, but also, I mean, sometimes it's accurate, you know? Yeah. It's hurtful, but accurate. Hurtful, but accurate. Yeah. Um, and then this woman who saw his face, she had terrible nightmares and nearly suffered a nervous breakdown, like just from seeing this thing up close. So anyone who gets a close look at the Mothman suffers from extreme fear, psychological distress, and sometimes this lasts years. Like, years. It's not something you just, like, get over. Like, you see the Mothman and it ruins you for life, basically. So a movie called The Mothman Prophecies came out um, about the Mothman. And basically it was about a reporter who finds himself in West Virginia somehow mysteriously. I don't remember when I saw the movie. Was there, like, a reason why he was there? Didn't he, like, black out and he, like, woke up there or something? That's like kind of what I He thought, got yeah. there in a mysterious fashion. Um, and then he hears sightings of this creature. He becomes obsessed with the Mothman and looks into it while um, giving premonitions from his dead wife. Right? Like, his dead wife is coming to him and, like, telling him premonitions. And it's thought that it's, like, through the Mothman or whatever. And it's super spooky. I remember that that movie messed yeah, me up. I saw it in college, me. and it, it really messed me up. I think it was like on Netflix. It was like you would like this. I was like, maybe I would. 
No. I did not. Like, I did. But I did, it but was... it's also very scary. I watched it during the day. Literally, I think I was 12. Yeah. And it was regrettable. Yeah. Well, I, you were formative. I should not yeah. have done that at that age. I should have watched it later in my life. I watched, it, that, I watched it in college in the dark, and it still scared the hell out of me. Yeah. That's, it's just a scary movie. It's a very scary movie. Yeah. Um, it's also been featured on um, Mysteries at the Museums and Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh. I know. Super interesting. Um, are you ready to get freaked out? Can you handle it? Take Thinking a sip. about this movie, I already Take a sip am, of your wine because I'm like, about to scare the hell out of you. Okay. So there have recently, with since last August, been 29 sightings of the Mothman in Chicago. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm absolutely not I'm kidding sorry. you. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. what? There have been 29 sightings of him. That He's been spotted. Of Wait, stop. He's been spotted leaping off the Sears Tower and around the Adler Planetarium. Okay. Well, um, none of this makes me feel good because areas around both those places are places I frequent. Right. So. The Mothman also usually brings, like, doom and destruction and death. So. Cheers to that, son. Uh, so I'm just very glad that I haven't personally seen it, but doesn't make me feel great. Oh, yeah, you definitely don't want to see it because no. it'll, like, drive you crazy, basically. Okay, are you ready for some creepy sightings? Literally, that's the title of my next segment. Yeah. It's creepy sightings. Yep, hit me. Okay. In 1978, a group of miners in, I'm sorry, Germany, our two listeners, I'm so sorry, Freiburg? Freiburg? I don't know. Sounds right. Freiburg, Germany came face to face with a headless creature with glowing red eyes in its chest that was blocking its the mine entrance. So there's a bunch of miners and they're ready like what is it from Snow White and Seven Dwarfs like going to work, the going to Hi-ho. work song. Hi ho. It's off to work we go. Wait, what is this creature in the mine? Huge like 10 foot tall creature, totally in black, no no head, red eyes in its chest huge wings just in the way of the mine blocking the entrance at first they they didn't really know what it was they thought it was just like a man and then it unfurled its 10 foot long black wingspan and they were like oh no that's not a man then um they were obviously freaked out i mean of course and it looked them dead in the face and just started screeching this no. horrific screech. Absolutely. Um, and obviously not. they ran away. They ran away. They were like, no, absolutely yeah. not. Then, about an hour later, the men saw a huge, like, dust pile coming from the mine while the mine collapsed. Nope. So the so Just basically, no. if those if that creature hadn't scared them away from the mine, all of those men would have died in the mine collapse. So, is this a, a friendly creature? No, then? certainly not. It's more just like there. And you either see it, and it helps, like, it, like, forebodes you, or it's not, like, friendly. It's not, like, going to help you. Is it's it, like, like, serving as a warning, though? I mean, kind of, but I think you have to, like, be open and appreciate and accept it. Like, it's not... Got it. You know what I mean? Like, I, and I don't think... It wasn't warning them, like, like you know, like, in the Bible, when the angels would come down and be like, listen to me. Right. Or, like, It's more bushes. just, like, like, scaring you away from something and ends up saving you, I think. 
Okay, so that's the first one. So then it was dubbed the Freeburg Shrieker. That's and it a saved horrifying name. It saved their lives. But it saved their lives. I mean, hmm. okay, you ready for Fukushima? Okay. So, Marcus Pools, an American in Japan. I felt the need to state. This is all this, the, the sightings I got were from the, um, the, the Ranker article. It was okay. like 11 creepiest sightings of Mothman, and I just picked my, my favorites. Yeah. But, um, Marcus Pools, who's an American in Japan, which they felt the need to point out because it's like, Marcus Pools in Fukushima. Right, it's an American right. visiting Japan. He was with a friend, and he was at the Fukushima plant when they heard this whooshing, um, and a scream, and a screech, like a, like a, like a, you know, like when, um, birds screech or whatever? Yeah. So, a whooshing and a screech. And they claim they saw something large and black sitting on top of one of the buildings. Um, it then circled around the plant before coming close, like super, like, it circled around the plant a couple times and it came really close to them and, like, looked them in the eyes with its red eyes. And he specifically remember, Marcus specifically remember saying, it looked like it was not afraid of them. It wasn't trying to hide from them. It wanted them to know that it was there. Like, that's what he thought. Nope. So, um, he res- he described seeing this creature looking him in the eyes as a huge feeling of dread that just washed over him. And then he goes back to the United States, and not very long after, he saw the reports of the earthquake and explosion at that plant where he had just been. Uh, mm, mm. I mean, what? Nope. And this creature's been in Chicago. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. Ready for 9-11? Oh, shit. <laughs> I oh, know. my God. I know. Okay. So there's not a whole lot about 9-11 other than the Mothman was reportedly seen hanging out by the tw- the towers just days before the attack. And someone claims to have seen something under the plane. Looked like it was, like, flying in with the plane. Like, almost like it was, like, guiding it in. Don't, don't like that. Yeah. Don't like that. It was the Mothman. There's actually a really creepy picture of something. I don't know if it's real or not. But it's a really creepy picture of something that is um, flying around, like, the tower in New York. And it is really small and black. It looks like a big, big bird. Like a large bird. And it looks like it was taken on, like, early 2000s photography. You know what I mean? It looks, like, yeah. rough. I don't care for that. Okay. That's horrifying. So then, this one's kind of close to home. The I-35 West Bridge Collapse. That's in Minneapolis, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's how the movie ends. That's how Mothman ends. Was it that one? It's, it's Minnesota. Okay. Um. So the Mothman was Because there's a school seen... bus on it, right? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, there was a school bus on the bridge that went into the water, but none of the kids died. They all were, like, saved. That's not possible because the Mothman was made in 2002, and the bridge collapsed in 2007. Okay, well, it's definitely a bridge collapse. I thought yeah. it was in Minnesota, and there's a school bus on it. Um, I don't know about where it was, but... So maybe they predicted that. I mean, bridges collapse. Bridges do collapse. So do you know what's creepy about the I-35W bridge collapse? I read this. I'm not sure if it's real. That bridge was built like a year after the bridge, uh, the the bridge in West Virginia collapsed. No way. Or like the same year or something. So it was like that bridge collapsed. This bridge was built. So a month before 
the I-35 West Bridge collapsed. The Mothman was seen by multiple people um, leading up. People started calling in back in, like, late June, early July. Um, people claimed to see a large humanoid with massive black wings in the area and on the bridge. Nope. And then the bridge collapsed. That's horrifying. Yeah. That was in 2007. Okay, so I do remember that's right when the construction started on the bridge to... Shut your mouth. No, it's when the... uh, It was an existing bridge, but that caused civil engineers to start looking at other bridges around America because they were like, oh, shoot, like Mm -hmm. this major bridge just And that's when you realize that a lot of our... um, That's when they realized the one going from across the Mississippi from Iowa to Illinois was... Not well. I, that's when you realize that a lot of our um, infrastructure is actually really old. Yeah, and it's not always the best looked after. Infrastructure is definitely something we as a country should be investing in because it's it's really important. I mean, it's something these things are old and they haven't been relooked at, and and it's important that they are because we rely on them so much. Totally. Having said that, positive note out of all this, that bridge is gorgeous. I know I you guys. West? Yeah, you guys go out to Iowa sometimes. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. The oh, one you mean across, the Iowa bridge to to yeah Illinois. over the Mississippi? That was my beautiful. favorite part of coming home. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It is. Um, okay, so basically, the the point of all this is if you see the Mothman, your town is definitely not in in a good shape. Like it's not what you want. Um, so it's not great that it's been seen in Chicago. No. And that's all I have about the Mothman. Oh my god. That's scary. Do you believe in that kind of stuff? I don't Uh necessarily believe in the Mothman, but I like I don't know if it's that, you know, or if it's like someone saw something creepy, got freaked out. I don't know if like five guys who were digging graves that night in West Virginia saw something creepy, got freaked out, started this whole thing. But I totally believe people being precognizant of like Oh, definitely. I uh I don't know. I kind of, honestly, I kind of do. I'm very superstitious. Me too. I try to be realistic, but I'm I'm very superstitious. Like last night, actually, <laughs> um, in my room. So I have um two different light switches, and which is I mean neither here uh-huh. nor there. And um, so I sleep with my fan on, and there's a light with a fan, but I turned I specifically turned the fan off. Um, and Shadow and I woke up in the middle of the night and the light with a fan was on. Nope. Uh, it's like one of those pull switch ones. So nope. it's, it's literally not possible that that just like accidentally Happened. got kicked on. Yeah. Um, and that's like the second night in, um, a week that that's happened and I've been having really horrible nightmares. Nope. So, um, I have to say I'm not too thrilled about that. Uh, I definitely keep having nightmares about an intruder. So let's, uh. Not trying to engage anybody or... Well, you haven't seen the Mothman, so... No. You're probably fine. No, but it is just, like, a weird... Creepy feeling. Trying to figure out the meaning and all that, yeah. I used to actually... Maybe... Honestly, maybe I just have an electricity problem, to be completely honest. Maybe I just have faulty wiring. So I used to sleep on my couch a lot. Um, I've slept on your couch a couple times. I would fall asleep out here, and I would just, you know, not go back to my room. And uh, my TV, I would distinctly remember falling asleep with the TV on because that's how I would pass out because I don't have healthy sleeping habits and uh my TV would be turned off too okay I thought that was just normal I thought that you had an automatic timer set on because that's happened to me every time I've slept here definitely don't no 
Okay, well, good to know that we're never sleeping at Alex's house again. Yeah, no, I definitely don't. But actually, one time when Kristen and I were here, um, we found a... a <gasps> Stop. A- Stop. I can't. I can't with this story. Okay. We found an 18-inch hair in my <gasps> sink that was jet black. Uh, I'm we're blonde. We're both blonde. Yep. And uh, we found a handprint that was definitely larger than both of us. It was like a grease print. It was 100% uh, a grease print on Alex's on my wall. wall. And I have very large masculine hands, and I put my hand up there, and it was bigger than my hand. It was very weird. Oh, my God. I We almost had to leave. Like, I actually did. We texted Greg about it, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. We texted Greg. We were like, you might need to come stay here because we're terrified. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, weird times. We believe in all this kind of crap. So, I, I mean, I totally do. So, yeah, the Mothman is right up in my wheelhouse. Totally believe in that kind of stuff. I, I mean... The people in the grave, or digging graves that see it, it is the 60s. You don't know what they're doing out there. You don't know what any, maybe the guy on Japan is having a few too many and, you know, whatever. I don't know. I'm not trying to throw shade or Yeah, I don't know if it's real, but but there is a lot of, so that's also the problem with the Mothman, like the, the criticism is that there's not a lot of, like, name like alex said x blah 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 right, blah. Right. it's like a bunch of people like oh yeah i saw it. yeah i saw it. yeah i saw it it's not like but a lot the, of corroborated reports in the same way that rumors start with a grain of truth i feel as I feel, though yes. fo- folklore does as well 100 percent. something is rooted if if lore has taught us everything yeah it's that every folklore every scary story you hear has some kind of root agreed. somewhere agreed um okay so my topic this week not nearly as spooky or well thought out, to be completely honest. Um, I'm just talking about meditation because it's something I've started doing a lot lately. Yeah, we both do that. We love it. Right. Um, it's something that makes me feel a lot better when I do it. Um, and it's something that my mom has told me to do for literally a decade now. Almost two decades. But your mom is so legit. Like, I would listen to anything she tells me. I know. And I should do it more often. I just don't. Yeah. Um, she's also told me that I should do yoga um, more often. Or that I should do yoga more often. Uh, yeah, she's correct. And when I do it, again, it feels great. But uh, I don't do it as often as I should. <laughs> so, shout out to Mama Mac. You're always giving me great advice. I promise in my 30s I will listen to you more often. Um, <laughs> regardless, I find that um, – actually, I find – so personally, I find my life to be very cyclical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so – Normally in this time, like January, February, obviously I feel like a lot of people, especially people that live in the Midwest, like they're dealing with the winter. Yes. Um, you get like more stressed out, or at least I do. I find myself really stressed out February. February is like my worst month always. Well, for our work, it's a lot. There's a lot going for, on. Yeah, for work, it's a lot. For just like life, it's a lot. And you're coming off the holiday high. And right. And you're getting used to the new year and yeah it's a lot right and definitely yes work um so I don't think it's any surprise to anyone in my life that I'm a little more stressed out than normal mm-hmm. around now so I was like you know what uh I'm gonna start meditating yeah and I'm gonna be completely honest the first app that I opened uh or saw on meditation was Headspace so I downloaded it and I've been using it and I love it yes. um but first I want to talk about meditation Tell me um, all about it. I do it and I have no idea what I'm doing or if I'm doing it right. I want to hear everything. Okay. So according to like, I should have written this down. I don't actually know my full source on this. It's like the meditation mecca. 
their actual website. So like people for meditation. That's not what it's called. I don't know what it's called. We I'll should look that up later. We'll take it. We'll take it. Anyways, so they say the goal of meditation is to experience freedom from the ego self, development a, or I'm sorry, develop a sense of harmony with the universe and increase one's sensitivity. Uh, I can't read my own right handwriting to create uh, one's sensitivity and compassion uh, in service to others. Yeah, so I actually, um, our friend Mike, who we will have on this podcast 100%, was telling me that meditation isn't, someone, we were at like a party and we were talking about meditation and they were like, oh yeah, I can't do that, I can't quiet my mind. And he was like, actually it's not about just quieting your no. mind, it's about listening to where your mind goes exactly. and to kind of take that in and not be closed off to it and just be, it's like about opening your mind as opposed to quieting it. Right, we'll get there. Sorry, oh, my, um, bad, my bad, my bad, No, 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 that's exactly correct. So, okay, on their website they list a lot of physiological um, effects of it as well mm-hmm. as, like, actual physiological, no, psychological effects. <laughs> wow. I was right there with you. Listen, wow. me and West Virginia are right there with my you, girl. God. We are okay. ready to go. So, physiological needs, some of them are that, like, it actually helps to normalize your blood pressure, which is important. That is very... Um, it improves... <laughs> That's how you stay alive. Right. It improves your immune function. Um, it helps you to slow the aging process, promotes Ooh. relaxation throughout the day, and it decreases insomnia. All of those things, I can tell you right now, are things that I am concerned about. So, um, meditation is, is very much the right answer for me at this yeah. moment. I can tell you that since I've started meditating in the morning and praying, I have had less problems sleeping. Mm-hmm. I don't know about my heart rate, but I can uh, I can tell you that I've had less problems with sleeping. I've been less stressed. Like it really has kind of altered my my mind state. Totally. Um, so uh, psychological effects. It's there's a lot of them that I'll get into later, but one is that it improves self esteem. The other is that it enhances creativity, which is also Ooh. very important for me because I work in uh, video and I write a lot. Yeah. So um, my job is literally to be creative. So it's very helpful for me in that regard as well. Yeah. And Alex writes all of our copy. So if you've ever laughed at anything we've ever written, <laughs> that's because of Alex. <laughs> or if you haven't written or laughed, rather, that's then I also wrote it. because of me. <laughs> then I wrote it. <laughs> no, if it's no, not no. been funny, it was me. Um. So, okay, so like I said, I, I started using Headspace to meditate, and it has really, really been great for me. This is not any sort of plug or ad for Headspace. Guys, no one pays us no for one, anything. Like, do not be fooled. No, no one, one pays, pays us. us. Um, this is just, like, literally life. Yeah. Um, so I started with their free ones. So they have, like, free packages that are, like, basic that you can use to meditate for, I forget if it's 12 times or what, mm-hmm. or if you can do it unlimited for free. I don't know. But then they have um, more in, intense packages that you can start to kind of, like, build on. So I did. I subscribed for a month. I think it's, like, 12 bucks or something a month, mm-hmm. which, whatever, for me, to have a clear headspace yeah, is totally worth, worth it. it. Yeah, yeah. Shadow apparently needs some meditation because he's starting to whine over here. <laughs> um, okay, so the first one that I did – uh, the man that kind of like leads you through the meditation, his voice is so soothing and he's just like so gentle and like relaxed that you feel very at ease. Did so you fall asleep? 
I didn't, but I, I do meditate before bed. I know some people mm-hmm. meditate during the day or when they wake up. I do for me, um, I have had a problem sleeping all my life. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's really helpful to meditate before bed because um, I definitely suffer from insomnia. So yeah. it um, it's helped me tremendously. Um, the packages that I bought, or not bought, but the packages I was personally interested in are like self-esteem packages. Mm-hmm. Um, you can meditate on your health. You can meditate on things like creativity and happiness. And like, that's all definitely of interest to me. So I started with a three minute meditation. That's like the basic one. It was awesome. Um, the self-esteem ones in the packages itself are, um, they're more like 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Also awesome. Loving it. Um, I find personally that I feel clearer, but what's most important to me, yeah, Shadow doesn't care. I know. Shadow, come on. Personally, I find that I feel clearer throughout the day, um, if I meditate at night, and I also, most importantly, feel present. Yeah. Um, I feel like I know in myself, actually, via, like, therapist that I have a tendency to, to <laughs> be a, like a paid professional right um I just associate that's part of um what I do um as like a coping mechanism so um uh meditating helps me to feel definitely in the moment and feel mm-hmm. present so for me it's very exciting um it's like a deep breath or like a like a, a cleanse kind yeah. of and I love for it sure. um okay so I was on I was looking for like, really solid reasons why people should meditate. So I was – I mean, literally every publication in the free world has reasons why you should meditate. Um, mm-hmm. The ones that I found actually most interesting were from Forbes. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Um, so I figured they probably know what's up, especially in the world of business. So I read an article, and it was seven reasons why it's actually good for you to meditate. So the first reason – and these were all – Six out of seven were literally ones that I'm physically concerned with all the fucking time. Freaking time. Sorry. Um, (laughs) We're adults here. It's okay. (laughs) So, okay. Number one, uh, meditation helps preserve the aging brain. So, um, yes. So, when as you age, you develop gray matter on your brain. It's like uh, essentially plaque on your brain. And that is what can contribute to Alzheimer's and dementia and things like that. So I have uh, Alzheimer's that runs in my family. Um, I, I don't have it. I mean, it, I have a yeah. gene that runs in my family, and it's very scary to me. I, I'm, I'm constantly – my mom and I are constantly researching ways that we can help prevent that. Right. Um, so when I read that, that meditation helps to prevent that, yeah. instantly I was sold. So I'm going to meditate every day for the rest of my life. Right, right, right. And it's also that just like that feeling – I don't know – it's happening more as I got older, but it's just like foggy brain. Yeah. You know, it's like it's hard exactly. for you to a brain start fog. the day. Absolutely. Mm. Um, number two, meditation <clears throat> reduces activity in the knee center. So mm. what I learned when I was doing this was uh, that your brain, when it just kind of randomly wanders off um, and your brain just kind of jumps from topic to topic, mm-hmm. um, your brain is put in default mode network. So it's DMN. Okay. Mm. So that actually, the more that your brain does that, it's actually a sign of unhappiness, and it's a sign of worry. So um, the the more that you just kind of like are are not present or not still in your thoughts, it's 
It's not a great thing. Yeah. And I do it all the freaking time. Me too. Literally. I wander from topic to topic always. That's my biggest thing is I'm so unpresent. That's actually the thing that I'm most jealous about what DA is. Is DA can just, he's present and he's always there. And I'm always four steps ahead or what about this or this or this. Like it's really hard for me to just be present. For me, I would, I just like to feel still. But right. I I worry so much that it's it's very difficult for right. me to do that. So even when I'm trying to relax, I can't. Right. Um. So meditation reduces all of that, which there again, check. Yes. Bam. Aim for I'm it. In. I'm in. I'll um. <laughs> number three, uh, meditation rivals, or I'm sorry, the meditation effects rival antidepressants. Huh. Also, if you know anything about me, I um. I sometimes struggle with my mental health. Yeah. Um, I have – it's a whole thing. Oh, we have a train going Ooh, by. Oh, hi. Do you think it's a ghost train? No, it's a real train. There's people on that train trying to get to Wisconsin. Do you think she took the train going anywhere? Going anywhere. Maybe it's a midnight train to Georgia. <gasps> uh-uh. Do you think it is? I think it is. Wow. It's going the wrong way, but it maybe is. Anyways. Okay, so um, so yeah, so it, its effects rival those of – um, antidepressants, so it helps uh, decrease depression in people that meditate. It also helps to decrease anxiety. Um, meditation also, um, number five, helps uh, – it helps with concentration. Hilarious mm-hmm. that I struggled with that one as I'm talking about concentration, but it does. <laughs> it improves your concentration and your attention. Um, number six is that meditation reduces anxiety and social anxiety. Which um, is another thing that I struggle with sometimes. Yeah. Um, so Shadow goes to doggy daycare now. And the first thing that they said um, when I picked him up was that, you know, there are some dogs that Shadow really loves and there are some dogs that Shadow, you know, doesn't really love. And I was like, okay, I feel that. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah. Level. Right. And then they were like, um, and he really likes to play with like two or three dogs at a time. You add in a fourth dog and he gets like really nervous. And I was Aww. like, he's just like his mom. Yeah. So I, I relate to that completely. But meditation again helps that. And the last thing it does is help with addiction. Um, that's not something that I really deal with on the daily level, but a lot of people do struggle with addiction. And there again, it's not, this isn't to say like meditation can fix your life or change all of those things within you, but it's definitely something that you can add to your routine to help you. Yeah. Um, and so I've been doing this for about two weeks now, and it's something that I've added to my routine that's helping helping me considerably. Yeah. So uh, that's my topic this week is meditation. I love that. I love that so much. And it's I think it's also important to like not just focus on cutting out bad stuff, but right. focus on adding good stuff. Like, exactly. Listen, if you're the person who you need that cup of coffee in the morning and that's just your life, like I totally I'm I am that person. But it's also nice to add something positive so you don't have to necessarily focus all the negative energy. You Agreed. focus on some positive energy. Totally agreed. Yep. Yeah. I love that. That was great. It's beautiful. It's like, it's just a really beautiful feeling. I love, I love meditating. So if my Mothman story is giving you nightmares, meditate before you go to bed. Exactly. And use Headspace because that voice is just so, so nice. Yeah. And what I love, what you were talking about earlier about how like people think they can't meditate because they can't quiet their minds. So that is kind of how I felt going into this. And I always, like I was saying, like, Mm -hmm. I'm always thinking from thought to thought to thought about like different things like um it's crazy how much I worry or just like 
can't quiet my mind. Um, but what I'm learning through this meditation is that you're just supposed to label things. Right. So when you find your mind wandering off, you label it as like thinking like, yeah. oh, this is something I'm thinking about or a feeling. Like if you're like, oh, wow, like that was crappy today. Like you, you label that as feeling and just even noticing that, um, that you're doing that helps you so much yeah. and it can help to like recenter you. So anyone can meditate. Yeah. Just and I it. feel like sometimes when your mind goes off and wanders, for me, it's like, you know that, um, so if you're like me, you have a really hard time picking where you want to go to eat. Like, DA will yeah. ask me all the time, like, okay, what do you want to go to eat? And then I'll be like, okay, well, I pick this place, this place, and this place. And he's like, okay, you pick the final one. And you're like, oh, I can't. But what you do is you say in the split second, like, just what's your first one that comes to your mind. And, like, that's the one you want to go to. Sometimes I feel like when I meditate and when my mind wanders, I'm like, that's my authentic mind. That's what I'm really thinking about. That's what I'm really – like, your mind's not wandering. It's actually you're letting it exist because totally. you're not trying to suppress it because you're not trying to worry about something else. Right. That's you're not where trying my to control mind, it. Right. My mind is naturally going there. And, like, let's explore that and what does that mean. Totally. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Oh, my gosh. This is so fun. I love learning about new things. Oh my gosh, me too. <gasps> Great. So um, good. So many things. So what are you obsessed with this week? Okay, this week I'm obsessed with something called Scribd. You ever oh, heard of it? I think so, but go on. I've probably told you about it before. It's basically like Netflix, but for books. Oh. So you pay a monthly subscription fee and you get access to all their books in their library. Love it. Um, and I love it. It's like, I think $9 a month or something. But if you're someone like me, I read books so fast. We talked about this in the episode with Michael. I read books so fast that, I mean, I could read four books in a weekend. Yeah. Kristen once asked me on like a Tuesday if I wanted to read a book and then discuss it on Friday. And I was like, no, I don't. I can't do do that. that. I can though. I read books so fast. So for me, and I love reading and I can read a new book every single week in the month. And so, you know, eight, if you're looking at like the price of buying a new book every week, you're looking at like six bucks, you know, a week or so, four bucks a week. Uh Whereas you can just spend $8 and you get all the books you want. And it's, I love it. And audiobooks. So my long drive, if I get sick of podcasts, I can listen to audiobooks. Nice. I don't know. I just, because I'm, my work is less busy now, so I have time to read again. So I've read, like, since my last, since, I mean, this beginning of this week, I've read, like, three books already. That's awesome. I just love Good it. For you. Like, I just, it's, so if you're a book lover, you're a fast book reader, like my friend Sarah, we talked about it. Um, it's called Scribd. It's an app. And the nice thing about it, too, is you can download the books offline while you're on Wi-Fi. So it saves it to your phone, like, kind of like Netflix does. But it, you don't, so you don't have to have Wi-Fi to read the books. Which nice. is nice like, if you're going on a trip or something. Yeah, that's really nice. So that's what I'm obsessed with this week. I've been obsessed with it. I've had this subscription service for over a year. But I just re-got obsessed when I had time to worry about it again, you know? Love it. That's awesome. <gasps> oh. Shadow. Shadow. He's trying to... Whoa. Shadow is going to do agility this summer, and he is currently practicing. He is ready to go. My what are you obsessed goodness. with this week? Um, This week, I am obsessed with my movement watch. Um, Again, this is not MVMT. an ad. Um, they literally are an ad to every single... Oh my gosh, is that the one you're wearing? Yeah, it's I was wearing. literally admiring it, and I couldn't... I didn't remember if that was the one you got or not. Thank you. So I um I got my tax refund, and I was like, treat yourself. Treat yourself. 
Uh, just kidding, not really. But I I did need a new watch, so um, I was listening to Case File. Shout out, shout Case out, File True Crime. Case File. I was okay. listening. Actually, ironically, he explained Bitcoin to us. So I know how funny is you. that. After we talked about how we didn't know anything about Bitcoin, thank you so they do much. Three part episode about the Silk Road and of course Bitcoin. So thank you very much to that or for that anonymous Australian man. So, anyways, he had a coupon code for Movement Watch. And I jumped right on it, so I got uh, a black and rose gold movement watch and a matte black bracelet to go with it, and I'm really, really loving it. I think uh, it looks a little more expensive than what I paid for it, and I just, I needed a nice, trusty watch, so I'm really happy with it. Yeah, no, it's beautiful. Like, so, so pretty. Thank you. I love it. As an early birthday present, too, my mom got me a, um, this really cute, like, baby pink like a uh, bomber jacket and i am obsessed with it uh and it looks really nice with the watch too so i'm i'm just very excited right you? now i have not seen said bomber jacket it's honestly in my car but don't worry when it's warm enough i will rock that bad boy so cute yeah so that's that's that um gregory we haven't done this in a long time it's been so long. oh my gosh are we trending yet Woo! We'll take it. We'll take it. Awesome. Thanks, guys.